Hey there. So today we are going to be continuing our discussion on detoxing. So in episode 89, I talked to you about the most important liver. Then in 90, I talked to you about the three phases of detoxing and gave you some simple stuff. And today I thought I would just kind of round it off and start giving you some things to start thinking about if you were going to want to implement a detox and simple things that you can add into your everyday life to start making some simple changes, or if you wanted to do a full-blown week-to-two-week detox, okay? Because different people want to do different things, and we're all at different levels with our health, and there's some people want to do a two-week thing, some people want to do a one-week, and some people are just wanting to start with a day or do some intermittent fasting to try to try things out. So I think you're going to find it, you know, the tips very helpful, very easy and very doable. So I just wanted to bring those to you as well. And then I just kind of touched upon, I talked to you a little bit about too, why I haven't been putting out a whole lot about the coronavirus because it's changing all the time. And, you know, I just want people not to panic or get into this mass fear where it's going to paralyze you from moving forward and keeping on your health track because that's really what's going to help you stay healthy and it's going to help you stay free from disease is when you keep on your health journey and you keep your health up. So these detox tips are not just for cleansing out toxins, which is very beneficial, but they're also tips that you can do to keep your immune system up and to keep healthy so that you can fight off things and you don't get sick. All right, so let's get started. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast. And I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Okay, and welcome back. So like I talked to you about in the intro, I wanted to talk to you today about just some simple things that you can do when you are thinking about possibly wanting to do a detox. Because in episode 89, I talked to you about having a healthy liver and why that's important. And then in episode 90 last last week, we talked about, you know, the three phases of detox. And so then I got to think, well, maybe some people are thinking about maybe they want to do a detox or they're just kind of, you know, perusing the subject. So some things that you can start to think of before you even do a detox, because Let's get into it anyways. I don't want to give it away. So the first reason that we should be doing a detox, number one, is because we have a lot of toxins in our society. Therefore, we take in a lot of toxins and we're exposed to them on a daily and a regular basis. And so it can be hard for our body and difficult for our body to deal with them and to get rid of them. And some of them are hard to get rid of 
very on a simple on a simple level. <clears throat> so, and when this happens, when we get toxic through chemical exposures, through food that we eat, through the water we drink, through whatever else it is, it can cause a lot of ill aspects to our health and our overall well-being. So toxins can also build up in our body and they can be stored in tissues and cells. And this can sometimes, you know, be frightening. I mean, if people think about it, especially like right now, okay, we are in some pretty crazy times right now, as you all know, what's going on in the world. And um, if you are part of my VIP newsletter list, I put out on Sunday, um, I did a whole thing on an update on how to help keep yourself safe, you know, during this time of the coronavirus. And, you know, people have been kind of like emailing me and, you know, go on Facebook and ask me, why don't I, why am I not putting out more about this coronavirus? And why am I not doing Facebook lives? And why am I not doing a whole podcast episode about it? Well, there's a couple reasons for that. Number one is because, you know, it's changing each and every day. So you'd have to be sending out a newsletter every single day with all the changes that are happening regarding the virus. Number two I just, I take a very different stand on certain type of things. I'm not, I guess maybe, maybe it's because I'm in the medical field. I don't tend to worry about so many things. Number one, I'm just not a worrisome person. Number two, I take care of patients each and every day and I have to, you know, be there for them. So I can't be worried, you know, when I'm trying to take care of patients. And then number three, which is, you know, a personal thing for me. And of those of you that know me, you know, I'm of the Christian faith and I'm very spiritual. And I try not to worry about the things that I can control and leave those in the hands of God, you know? And so I'm not worried about the coronavirus. And I look at all this mass scare as craziness. I mean, we need to be pulling together. We need to be just stocking up on things that we that we really need at a necessity, not overkill. We need to be leaving stuff for other people. We need to be seeing how our, we can help our neighbors and the elderly, you know, and really trying to infuse some positiveness and some good stuff into this instead of it just being all the bad stuff. So like I said, I put out a newsletter on it. So if you would like to get a copy of that newsletter, I can, you know, you can DM me over on Instagram. You can let me know on Facebook. I can try to get you a copy of it, but I really would encourage you to become a you know member of our VIP newsletter community over at wellwomannetwork.com. And at the bottom of every page is a, is a thing where you can sign up and get our newsletter. So, and then I've tried to be just focusing on, I've been trying to focus on, you know, more positive things and bringing you those things in the podcast that really can help your overall health. Because when it comes down to it, ladies, that's what I am talking to you about. And I've been sitting here on my, you know, soapbox preaching for years about all these things. Keep your immune system up, move your body, hydrate your body, eat good foods, you know, put quality supplements in there, de-stress as much as you can, put self-care, all of this is like what we're seeing right now, okay? People don't pay attention to things until we hit mass crisis. Most people, like unless your family member gets affected by cancer or some type of bad diagnosis, then you kind of go, oh God, I better start taking care of myself. Or if you got a bad diagnosis, it's a wake-up call. So maybe in a good sense, you know, that people are starting to become more aware of, you know, mass sanitization, you know, washing your hands where nobody a month ago was crazy about it. Okay. People touch carts and 9,000 things all day long, every day. And they're not thinking about, oh my God, I'm going to catch something. But now that we have this virus and it can be spread through contact, everybody is now fully aware of it. So I guess this is bringing out some good things because people are starting to, you know, focus a little bit more. 
And, you know, and I've been telling you, you you need to keep your immune system up. The healthier that you are going into something, the healthier you are going to be during it and coming out. And I've said that numerous times. The virus is affecting the elderly who have compromised immune systems through other comorbid conditions. It's causing them to get pneumonia and people are succumbing to pneumonia. It's not a virus of diarrhea where you have to go stock up on 9,000 rolls of toilet paper or diapers or paper towels, you know, or paper napkins, paper plates and all that other kind of stuff. You're, if you had to be even quarantined, if that happens, you're going to be in your home. You've got running water. You know, you can boil water to make it, you know, get rid of all the junk if you need to. You don't have to stockpile bottles of water. You know, it's a time to keep our senses about us. And this is the best time right now to start implementing change in your lifestyle because your health is a lifestyle and it's a journey to start getting healthier in case something does come up down the road that you are prepared for it and you're in front of the eight ball and not behind it. So detoxing is part of that because like I said, you know, we're, we're all exposed to numerous toxins each and every day. And in order to get those out, sometimes you have to do, you know, a seasonal detox, maybe twice a year. But I also want to encourage you, and I'm going to talk to you at the end about, you know, like I talked about last month in our last episode, just to do things on a daily basis to put detox measures in that you are doing each and every day. When we detox our body, it's a great way to reduce the toxic burden. And I talked about the toxic burden, the toxic load in last episode, and to help your body to function at its best. When your immune system is up, inflammation is down, you're better able to fight off disease if you had to. So the first tips that I'm going to give you is that I want you to, you know, be realistic. And what do I mean by that? Know why you're doing a cleanse. And a cleanse should be for, like I just said, to get rid of toxins. You don't think that because you're going to do a five-day cleanse that you're automatically going to lose 20 pounds. Okay, you're going to get the best looking skin and you're going to become a supermodel tomorrow because those things are not going to happen. Okay, so be realistic about what your expectations are, because I think sometimes, you know, we get discouraged and we think things don't work when they really do, because we have, you know, huge expectations that, you know, are just not sustainable for what the things that we're doing. So be realistic, first of all. Okay, next, I want you to know your food weaknesses if you're going to go into a detox, because when you do a detox, okay, you're going to be eating clean for the most part, you're going to have to be. And you're going to want to know your food weaknesses. Okay. Are you a chipaholic? I'm a chipaholic. Okay. I just love chips. Um, do you crave chocolate? Are you a sugaraholic? Do you like sugar on everything? Caffeine, you know, um, power drinks or, you know, um, what are those, those other monster drinks or any of those type of things, because you're not going to be able to do those things during a cleanse. So you have to identify your weaknesses and you have to also understand that when you go through a cleanse or you go through a detox, your body's going to naturally want those things. So what are you going to do in place of that? So for me, if I'm a chipaholic, I'm just going to start munching on celery. I'm going to use carrots, something that, you know, that's crunchy, that, that has simulates the same type of things as does you know, chips. So next, I want you to keep it at a short interval. If you are somebody who has not done a detox before, don't go on a month long quest, do it for a week, try it for a couple days, maybe introduce yourself to, um, to a cleanse or a detox through intermittent fasting, where you're fasting for part of the day and you're eating part of the day. You do that for a few days of the week and you, you know, and then you eat regular Just like I said, don't dive into something that you are not fully prepared to handle and to carry out, 
All right. Next, I want you to look at detoxing your kitchen and your cabinets. So you're going to be eating clean during this time. You're going to be drinking a lot of water and good stuff. So before you get into this detox, then go through and get rid of all the stuff in your cabinets that are not going to support you during this time. Therefore, you don't have any temptation to go reach out to them. Or if they're going to be there for your other family members, then just put them away in a separate cabinet, you know, and say, hey, that I'm going to put all this stuff over here. And this is my little cabinet where I'm going to be concentrating on for the next week or so, because this is important to me. You need to drink plenty of water. And we talked about this water right now, especially during this coronavirus is very important because water helps to flush waste products out of your body. So it's super important from a detox perspective. Starting the day with a glass of warm water and lemon is an easy way to help your body to detox. This is something you can do daily as well as doing through a regular detox. Sipping water through the rest of your day will support your body's detox efforts. All right. Apple cider vinegar is another option if you want to mix things up or you don't enjoy the taste of lemon. It has antiseptic properties and can help fight germs and other nasty things that are going on in your gut. You know, mix things up a bit with herbal teas. These also help you to stay hydrated and flush out toxins. Some herbal teas are particularly good for detoxing, especially nettle and dandelion. Okay. Or you can even drink um, decaf green tea. One thing that you definitely want to be drinking a lot of, that you don't want to be drinking a lot of, and that's alcohol. And it's because alcohol is a toxin to your body, which makes your body work extra hard in order to break it down. And when you're going through a detox, you don't want your body to have to be working hard to break things down. You want to be giving, this is a time to be giving your body a break, a relaxation break. Okay. That's why intermittent fasting is really good for a lot of people. Then next, I want you to load up on veggies and fiber in general. And then I want you to add some cold pressed juices if you need to. So here's the thing. I don't advise and I don't recommend that you do like a juice fast, you do a water fast or any of those other type of cleanses or detox. We're talking the same thing. Words are synonymous. They interchangeable, I mean. So if you want to do juices, then do some cold pressed juices that are good for you with ginger, celery, spinach, you know, kale, those type of things, green apple. Um, and mix them in with food. But I do want you to be eating because your body needs food, okay? And vegetables are a great choice for detoxing, especially beets, kale, like I mentioned, spinach, and cilantro. If you struggle to get plenty in your diet, try making a veggie smoothie or a veggie or a veggie juice, like I just was telling you. Adding apple, carrot, and ginger helps to make it taste more, you know, more palatable. It's perfect even if you're not a big fan of greens, okay? And I know a lot of people don't like the color of green. So my suggestion is if you're going to make a green drink, put it in a cup that you can't see the color of, all right? And add a little stevie or something to make it a little sweeter and palatable. Or the other thing you can do is you can just plug your nose and it stops you from tasting it, all right? It's also good because fruits and vegetables aid in your digestion and they help support regular bowel movements to remove toxic waste from your body. So fiber from fruits and vegetables is going to help you keep regular. This is super important as toxins can build up in your digestive tract if you're not eliminating regularly. And we talked about that last episode as well. This can make you feel sluggish, tired, and generally not your best. Getting plenty of fiber, ladies, means that everything moves through your system more quickly. Veggies and fruits aside, good fiber sources include beans, legumes, nuts, and whole grains. 
So I do want to give you a word of caution here when picking veggies and fruits. While you're doing your detox, I want you to try to go as organic as po- as much as possible, okay? And this is particularly true for the dirty dozen, which are more likely to have pesticides and preservatives built up on them. If you're not eating organic varieties of these, the toxins are passed right into you. So you can go to the dirty dozen, you can Google it on, on you know, on on Google, and these include strawberries, spinach, nectarines, apples, grapes, peaches, cherries, pears, tomatoes, celery, potatoes, hot peppers, and sweet bell peppers. Now, like I said, it's you're going to be doing this for a short interval of time, so if you're going to do it, then please try to do it organically as much as possible so you are eliminating the toxic, toxic load because that's what we're trying to do. There's also a thing called a clean 15 group, which has fewer pesticides on average. And those things are avocado, sweet corn tops this group and other fruits and veggies with low pesticide residual include pineapple, cantaloupe, honeydew, papaya, asparagus, onions, cabbage, mangoes, eggplants, kiwi, cauliflower, and broccoli. All right. Then I want you to take a good whole food supplement free from pesticides and other harmful material to support your body. Cholera is is good to help maintain. Is, I'm sorry. Cholera is good to help eliminate heavy metals. Probiotics will help with gut health, and milk thistle can support your liver. And we talked about that last last episode as well. When you're adding in supplements, I do want you to always check with your medical provider first to make sure that they are compatible with any medication that you may be taking. Next, I want you to cut back on sugar. Okay, because we want it, we're trying to get rid of that. Sugar is very hard and hard on the body. It causes inflammation. And again, we're trying to give our body a rest. Sugar is essentially a toxin, and at most, at, at, and most of us eat far too much of it. And it's having a big effect on our health and our well being. Making the decision to detox from sugar is a definite must do when you're looking to detox correctly. It's not easy, but you'll likely feel a whole lot better. And yes, it is not easy, and sometimes it takes a day or two before you get into the routine and you start your cravings start to subside, but you have to start somewhere. Okay, eating plenty of protein at breakfast is a key part of it is a key part of getting rid of sugar. Eat non-starchy vegetables are another great move along with healthy fats. Next, I want you to reduce stress. Think about this too, and this is something that you can do. These are all things that you can do each and every day in, in a small way small way, shape, or form, okay? So you don't have to necessarily say, okay, I'm going to just do this for two weeks. You can implement any of these little small changes on a daily basis, and that's helping your body daily, okay? When you're stressed, your body isn't working as efficiently as it could do, and that's not great news for your body. Being able to manage stress more effectively helps your body to get rid of toxins more easily, okay? So meditation, mindfulness, and journaling are just a few of the tactics that will help to keep emotional toxins to a minimum, Okay, and here's the other thing. I want you to think about detoxing your life, okay, of negative people and of negative things. So, you know, during this time when you're going to do it a week, you know, get the negative people out of your life. You know, don't talk to them for a week. You want to be in peace during this time, okay? And sometimes we need to cleanse out toxic people, toxic relationships, toxic things, and just get rid of all of that at the same time. Then I want to see you exercising regularly because exercise helps to boost your circulation and support your lymph system. Working up a sweat helps to reduce or helps to release toxins and is also a good move for better digestion. So yoga can serve as a dual purpose in your exercise routine as it aids meditation and relaxation, which is also important for detoxing. 
Making time to stretch throughout the day is also a great move. This helps blood move and gets it quickly and easily going through your body, which can give you a very good energy boost. Try to stretch for around five minutes out of every day whenever possible. Try to limit your screen time during this detox phase if you can. Um, Then, of course, I'm going to tell you that I want you to get plenty of sleep. A good night's sleep is super important for helping your body to reset itself, and that extends to detoxing too. You're also more likely to make poor food choices when you're sleep deprived, and that can mean more toxins in your body. So try to get as much rest as possible. Try things as deep tissue massage. Because toxins can build up in the tissues, deep tissue massage can help to get rid of them. Swedish massage and sports massage both target pressure points, which can release toxins. Also do some skin brushing. Gently brushing the skin helps to bring toxins out so they can be eliminated. It boosts circulation and it aids detoxification. Brushing your skin a couple times per week will fit this criteria. So like I said, you can put aside one whole week or two whole weeks, depending on your personality, to just concentrate on a full-blown detox and incorporate all of these things at one time. Or you can choose to say, hey, I'm just going to, you know, swap out, you know, an extra soda today and I'm going to have an extra glass of water. Or I'm just going to meditate a little bit more and start putting a few of these things in on a daily basis. Okay, and get yourself used to swapping out and making different changes. Because ladies, we like I say, small steps and small baby steps lead to huge things over time. The compound effect by Darren Hardy, it really does work. So I just want you to take some of these things in and start thinking about them if you are even thinking about doing a detox. Okay, so let's just recap really fast. And let me go over a little bit just really fast what we talked about today. So we talked about being being realistic in what our expectations are for doing a detox. We talked about knowing your food weaknesses. So those cravings are going to come up. What are you going to do for them? The better prepared you are, the better, more success that you're going to have. Keep it at short intervals if you are not sure if you can go a week or two, okay? Detox your kitchen. Get rid of all the stuff in there that you don't want that's, that's a temptation, Gear up to being drinking plenty of water, or if you're not a water drinker, thinking of drinking some herbal teas, if other things that can help you stay hydrated. Load up on fruits and vegetables and fiber because that helps get your body going. Do some cold-pressed juices. One of our favorite places is Little West. They have cold-pressed juices that are located up in LA, but they also can ship to you as well. And we talked to you about the dirty dozen. I talked to you about the clean dozen. You can find those online. You can Google them and then you'll see what to, what to buy organic and what not to buy organic. Okay. The next thing I told you, you know, we need to cut back on sugar. We all need to be doing this, you know, start adding more stevia to your, to your plan, do monk fruit, any of those type of things. I'm always going to talk to you about reduced stress because stress is the number one factor for inflammation, for chronic disease and everything. I'm always going to talk to you about get your body moving and regular. Hey, I take after Rachel Hollis and I'm telling you, move your body for 30 minutes every single day. I don't care what you do. It helps and get sweat going because that moves the toxins inside your body. Okay. Then I want you to think about doing things like deep tissue massage, brushing your skin, you know, doing daily meditations or journaling and getting plenty of sleep. So those are just some simple things that I want you to start thinking about if you 
are even looking or contemplating wanting to do a full-blown detox, or like I said, if you just want to start implementing simple daily detox steps that you can start taking to help your body. Gave you plenty of them. They're simple. They're easy. You can start doing them. All of these things right here, ladies, are going to help you bump up your immune system and help you fight off that coronavirus. I hope that you do not get it. Um, but even this will help you with the, with not getting the flu. This will help you not getting those seasonal you know, allergies. If your immune system is up, you can better fight off a lot of different things. So I hope that you got some great stuff out of this today. Let me know, DM me over on the Instagram. Let me know how you liked it. If you want to have more conversations about detox, or if you just have questions about it, come on over to Well Woman Network 360 in our Facebook group. You know, ask me about questions of detox there. I'm going to be trying to put together, like I said in last episode, I'm thinking hopefully, you know, maybe marketing it in the next couple of weeks of maybe doing a five-day simple um, detox challenge with y'all um, to see you know, give you some recipes, easy things that you can do to follow along too, because it's not really that difficult once you start doing it. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed. May you have a blessed rest of your week. Please do not panic. Stay positive. Help your neighbors smile um, and just do whatever you can to um, remain calm, cool, and collective. All right. I love you guys and have a blessed week and bye for now. The information, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking any new health care regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts. 